Okay, so this is a Chazara of the second parak of Chagiga. Um, this is going to be a Chazara by topic, not necessarily going exactly in the order of the Gemara, um, more ordered by by topic. So uh, the Mishnah begins, in Dorshin Barayas Bishlosha, you can't be Dorish Arayas in front of three, below Bemaisa Breshis Bishnayim, Maisa Breshis can't do even in front of two, below Bemerkava Biyachin, you can't be Dorish even to a yachid, unless he is a smart, wise man who understands things on his own. Okay, so the Gemara explains that means sisri arayus. In other words, things that are not mafurish in the pasuk that you can't be darish um, to three. And the reason is, is because when the Rebbe talks, so what's going to happen is if he's darish to three, so he's going to the Rebbe's talking to one, and then the other two are going to be talking amongst themselves and not listening to the Rebbe, and they're going to miss something and they're going to come to be mako. So why don't we say that by everything? Why are we worried by all of Torah? It's going to be like that, because the Gemara explains, Arayas is nafshu shaladam mecham dasan. People are very lohot achar Arayas, people very uh, want Arayas, and therefore uh, they're going to be mekel. And even though the Gemara says that that's true by Gezel too, um, Gezel it's only in Asayan when it's when it's in front of you. But here, but Arayas is always in Asayan, even if it's not in front of you right now, that you're going to want to be mekel. So that's why we are machmir, that you can't teach in front of three people. Okay, now we get into uh, a whole lot of Agadata about this Maisabracious and Maisamarkavas. So the first part is a ton of Agadata about Maisabracious. Okay, here it goes. It says, Kishal na liyomim rishonim. That teaches us that uh, a yachid, Kishal na, you individual, and a yachid can ask about Maisabracious to someone, but not, you can't be Darish to, uh, to two, only to one. It has to be a yachid. And you're allowed to ask about the first six days of what happened in creation, but you can't ask before the six days of creation. Okay. Ten things were created on the first day. Uh, if you read the Pesukim, first two Pesukim, you'll see it's everything written in the Pesuk. You know, it's Shemayim, Aretz, Tov, Vavo, all the things uh, that it says in the Pesuk. Aretz, I said, Tov, Vavo, V'choshech, Tom. All those are creations. So there are ten creations, um, including light. Now, there's a Machlukas Tanayim. What kind of light are we talking about? Rabbi Lezer says it was a special light the Or Haganas, the special light that Hashem saw was unfit for the Rishayim, and therefore hid it for the Tzadikim. And that is, of course, a light that you can see, Misofa Olam Atzofo. Um, that is the opinion of uh, Rabbi Yaakov. The Chachamim are of the opinion that the light that was created on the first day was regular light from the sun, and just the sun wasn't, uh, wasn't Nitla until the fourth day. Okay, Hashem created the world with ten things, it says. Chachma, wisdom, tfuna, understanding, das, knowledge, koach, uh, power, gara, screaming, gavura, strength, tzedek, mishpat, chesed, and rachmim. Okay, those are the ten things Hashem created the world with. And it says that the world was expanding like two rolls of wool from a weaving thing, and uh, Tal Hashem was goer it, Tal Hashem screamed at it, and it stopped. And the, also it says the same thing for the seas. The seas were going and not stopping, Tal Hashem was goer it, and that's where the name Shakai comes from, Shamer Lolamodai. Hashem stopped, uh, stopped it, stopped the world from expanding too much. Okay, then we have a machlokes, which was created first, Shemayim and Aretz. So the Shammai says that the Shemayim was created first, like the Pesach says, Barashas Barlakim Esa Shemayim. Sounds like Shemayim came first. Um, secondly, you build the throne first, and then the footstool. That's the way you, uh, that's the order you would build things. So uh, you build the throne, the Shemayim first, and then the footstool, the Aretz, because it says, Adam Raglai. Basilo says, no. This Beis says the earth was created first, as it says in another uh, pasuk. Um, 
Biyom Hibaros Eretz V'Shamayim, something like that. Sorry, it's, it's Biyom Asos Hashem Elokim Eretz V'Shamayim. Okay, so another Pesach says Eretz first. So Eretz was uh, put first. And why is that the right order? Because first you make the house, and then you make the attic. Okay, and the Chachamim say they were made at the same time. Fine. It says, So the S has come to tell you that just so you shouldn't make a mistake thinking Hashem's name. You might think that's Hashem's name. So the S has let you know that that's not true. Okay, then we have that the world, again, it's hard to understand many of these hypotheses, I'm just saying them over. The world stands on Amudim, pillars which stand on water, and those stand on mountains, and those stand on wind, and those stand on storms, and all that is supported by Hashem's Roah. Obviously, I didn't understand the omek behind these things, I'm just uh, saying them over. And the Chacham say the world stands on 12 pillars, some say 7 pillars, Revelazim ben Shemua says 1 pillar, Behuda says 2 pillars again. Okay, that, that's the Gemara, and uh, hopefully, Mr. Shem, one day, uh, we'll be all be Zohar to understand this. Maybe someone out there doesn't know what that means, all those things mean, but... Uh, okay, anyway, then we have the Shemayim. So there are 7 heavens, and we'll see really 8. But there are 7 heavens, the Gemara says. First one is Vilon. Nothing's doing there. Then there's Rekia, that's where the sun, moon, and the Mazalos are. Then there's the Shechakim, that's where they have a mill that makes mun for the Tzadikim. The Zvul is uh, where Yerushalayim, the Beis Hamigdash, the Mizbeach, they're all located there, and that's where Michal brings Karbanos on that level of Shemaim, the Zvul. Ma'on is where the Malachi Asherah sing Shira at night and are silent by day, so Kal Yisrael can sing Shira. The Machon is where snow, all the bad stuff is in the Machon. Snow, hail, bad dews, uh, storms, smokes, and these are all for punishment. Uh, but David Amalek, Gemara says, was able, was brought them down to earth. And then there's Aravos, and that is where all the good things are. That's where the Nishmasen Shal Tzadikim are, the Nishamos that weren't created yet are. That's where the Tzedek, Mishpat, Chaim, Shalom, and Tal Shal Amesim, those are all located in the level of Aravos. Okay, then Ravachar, our uh, Yaakov, I think it was, yeah, said that there's an eighth level of heaven, uh, eighth level of Shemayim, which is above the heads of the Chayas. And the Gemara says, you're not allowed to be misboning more than that. Okay, um, one other thing, slightly connected to this uh, Shemayim and Arts, is that Rabbi Yochan ben Zakkai said that um, Nebuchadnezzar said that he'll ri- raise up, rise up to Shemayim, and the response to that was, well, the uh, distance between Shemayim and Arts is a 500-year walk. You, you, regular person, lives 80 years. And distance from Shemayim to Earth from heaven to earth to Shemayim is 500 years. And then each level of Shemayim plus the thickness of each level is 500 years. Above that is each part of the Chayas and each part of the Kisiyakov and all those is Kineget Kulan. So, you'll never get there. Rather, he'll go down to Sha'ol. Okay. Now we're up to Maisim Merkava. Maisim Merkava and discussions of Malachim and Shadim. Okay, so Rabbi Chia says that even though Maisim Merkava, like the mission says, cannot be taught even to an individual, unless he is someone who is a mechacham amavin midaito, but you can give him Rashi prakim. Rabbi Zeira says, no, even Rashi prakim requires the person to be an av in and a libo doeg bekirbo. And another version of that is you could be either one. Okay. Rabbi Ami says, you can only give Sisri Torah to someone who has uh, five things. And those are the Sarchamishim, and Panim, V'yoetz, V'chacham, Kharash, V'navon Lachash. So we will... Uh, like Rashi said, the Gemara explains that later by the uh, curses of uh, Yeshaya. Um, but it's a super holy person, someone who's uh, um, right to give shear with a maturgaman, or a baki and chomish, or and someone who's uh, there's no sepanim in the whole world for him, and a uh, 
Oh my god, we'll get up to it when we get to the curses of Yeshaya. Okay. This is really not part of my summer cover, but just another member of his. Just throw it in there since it's here. That you can't give the Torah over to a guy, to a Nachri, as it says, Okay. Um, so Fine. Then we have the story of Rebbe Lazar, who seems to have missed the opportunity to learn mice and recover. Remember, he said, I'm not old enough. Then we got old, and Rabbi Yochanan was already dead. He said, oh, like, uh, if, I, if I didn't learn it from him, I'm not going to learn it. We have the story with Rabbi Yosef, who uh, learned mice and somebody from Sabi Pumbedisa, but then when he, he didn't teach them the mice and recover, and then they said, hey, look, we learned up to Vata ben Adam. And he said, oh, okay, if you learned all that, you learned the whole first parak, so then you learned everything you need to know. Okay, then there's a machlokis tanaim about that. Where, in other words, where does Maisimir Kava end? It's those last two psukim in, uh, in, in the first parak of Cheskel, that is the question. So one opinion is Vaira Basra, that's the second to last pasuk, meaning up till there is... Well, we'll see in a minute what it means. But up till there is my uh, up till there is what you can be dorish from there on in is where you can't be dorish. Um, in other words, that's the real mice and Merkava. So some say it's uh, before you know from that pasuk on. Some people say no. Vaira kein chashmal is okay to be dorish from there on. Is uh, what you can't be dorish. So that's a machlokas uh, tanaim. And then again, what is the machlokis up to which, whichever those, whichever one of the stopping points it is, either the, before the beginning of the second to last pasuk or three words in? What what are they uh, arguing about? So um, some says, some say that from whatever the, that point is till the end of the parak, you can only give Rashi prakim, or some say that up until that point you can give Rashi prakim. And from then on, you can't give anything. In other words, the machlokis is there's a machlokis about those last two psukim. Can you give Rashi prakim, or is that, or is just the stuff before is Rashi prakim? Those last two two psukim, you can't give anything, unless the person's a chacham or maybe midaito. Okay, but those last two psukim are obviously the main thing, or the main thing that we have to be careful with. Um, okay, then the Gemara says that someone who darshans mice and recover but isn't roi. May be killed, as it has stories about a kid was killed, whatever. So you have to person has to be right. Then the Gemara Darshan's what the word Chashmal means, and it says it means Chayos Ish Mamalos, or Itim Chashos and Itim Mamalos. Sometimes they're quiet and sometimes they speak, and they're quiet when Hashem speaks and talk when He isn't speaking. And it says they stick their heads above their level in Shemayim and kick, quickly return it like a flickering fire between cracks. Okay, then the Gemara mentions that Sandalfon is taller than his friend in 500 years and stands on earth, and his head reaches the highest, and he stands behind the Merkava and ties crowns to Hashem by using the Shema Beforesh to lift the crown to Hashem's quote-unquote Makom. Obviously, this is all way above us. We're just chazring over here what it says. And then we have this, the, the Gemara says that everything Yechezkel saw, Yeshaya also saw. So why didn't Yeshaya mention it? Because Yeshaya was considered like a city dweller who sees the king periodically and isn't as shocked. As someone, as in Yechezka was like someone who did not live in the city, or when he sees the king, or like a villager sees the king, he just can't stop talking about it, he's never seen anything like that. Okay, the Gemara also says Hashem's Kisei has a picture of a lion, an eagle, a person, and, and it used to have a shore, a bull, until Yechezka davened, because that was a, might have been a reminder for the, for the Chet Egel, and in Kateger Nasa saying, we don't want it to be a, we don't want it to be a Kateger, Chas Vashalom, and Klai also Yechezka davened, and it changed it into a child's face. 
Okay, it also says the Malachim used to have six wings, but after Churban Beis Amigdus only had four. And then it's a Machlokas, which two wings they lost. Rav says it's the ones they say Shira with, um, and the Rabbanan say, in other words, the top ones, and the Rabbanan say, no, it's the bottom ones, the ones they cover their feet with. It also says in times of the Beis Amigdash, Hashem's legions were innumerable, but after the Churban Beis Amigdash, then there are a million angels serving him and a hundred million uh, Lefanov before him. And Abba Yosef and Nesai says that there are a million angels per legion, but the number of uh, legions of Hashem is innumerable. Okay. Rabbi Yarba says um, that these Malachim we're talking about were just to be Meshamesh, whatever that number was, that's just to be Meshamesh, the, the river Dinor, the Nahar Dinor. So the Nahar Dinor is created by the sweat of the Chayos, and it falls on the heads of Rishayim and Gehenim. That's one possibility. The other one is Rabbi Yaakov says, based on a Pasuk, that no. It says, Hashem was supposed to give the Torah after a thousand generations, but there is, there is so many Rishayim, Hashem couldn't wait, and he gave the Torah after 26 generations. So the 974 generations that had to be cut off, um, so they were, they're, they're in the Nahar Dinar. And they get also uh, spread out over time, um, these 947 generations that weren't created. Um, so they get spread out over time, and they are considered the Azi Hador. Some learned that Pasuk, that it, we learned this from, that they're spread out of the Al-Ashar Komtu, not to be talking about Rashaim, these 974 generations, but rather about Sadiqim, who don't sleep much, and they are Komtu Lebracha, and Hashem will uh, let them be Zochet to the secrets of the Torah of the next world. Okay, again, some say Malachim are created every day, and say Shira, and then Arbatel, and as also mentioned that they're created from Hashem's worlds, others say. Um, and then we have the about Hashem's throne. So one Pasuk says Hashem has one throne, and one sounds like he has two. So we have several possibilities uh, with Rabbi Akiva um, trying to suggest things and being uh, shot down or <laughs> told to go back to, you know, disagreed with. Um, and he changes his mind and then they disagree with him anyway. But the, the possibilities are either one is for Hashem and one is for uh, and then one, that's rejected completely. The second one is one is for Din and one is for Tzedakah. And the third possibility is one is for a throne. Hashem's throne is one is a footstool. Then we have a little discussion about Shadim. Uh, Shadim, Gemara says, have wings. They're like Malachim in that they have wings. They fly across the earth and they know the future. However, they are not like Malachim in that they eat and they, have, uh, they procreate and they also die like humans. Humans are like Malachi Asharis in that they have Das, they walk upright, and they talk Lashon HaKodesh. However, they are not like them in that they eat, procreate, and also go to the bathroom. And uh, the Gemara tells a bunch of stories of Tanaim Rudorish by Maisim Rekava, and they were surrounded by Malachim and Tzrafim, all kinds of miraculous things. Okay, now let's do the Klaus of Yeshaya. See, Yeshaya said 18 Klaus, the Gemara discusses, and he wasn't appeased uh, till he said that the, they'll have a Klaus that the young won't respect the old. Uh, the low people won't respect the uh, people should be respected, the honorable people. So the 18 curses were that Hashem would remove a mish, the Mishan, um, people who know, oh, those are people who know Mikra, Mesh'ina, those are people who know Misha, Mishan Lachem, those are people who know Gemara, Mishan Mayim, people know Agada, because Mayim is people run to it like water, uh, or they're Moshech Kemayim, anyway, Gibor is uh, like someone with a lot of Bikiyas, that's a Gibor, Ish Melchama is someone who knows how to fight in Torah. Shofit is a judge who judges correctly. Anavi is a Navi. Kosim is a king. Azakin is Israeli Yeshiva. Sar Hamishim is someone who can argue in Chumash. Or possibly someone who is 15 and old enough to have a Meturgaman. Nesu Panim is someone in Shemayim that uh, they uh, 
uh, hold, you know, Hashem forgives the world's averos or ignores them because of him. Yoit is someone who knows how to make the the leap years, the months. Chacham is someone who makes his teacher smarter. Harashim is someone who is a person who everyone else is a chirish, is quiet when he talks. Navan Lachash is someone who is maybe daver mitoch daver and who can teach Torah, which was given uh, quietly. And then Menasatin Arim Sarem and Talulim Yimshalubam. That's people, the last curse is people empty from mitzvahs will be their leaders and they'll be ruled by foxes. And then that final 19th curse was Yerhavu Na'ar Bezakin Benikla Benichbad, that um, the low people will, will uh, look down on the high people, and the people should be honored. Um, okay. Rav Katina mentions even when things were really bad in Yerushalayim, um, there were always. Um, honest people, honest in the sense that when you would ask them uh, to be their rabbi, if they didn't know any Torah, they wouldn't claim that they did and forgot or whatever. They'd say, okay, I don't know anything. So they were honest, but they weren't always honest in business. Okay, then we have going into the Pardes. Four were Nichnasula Pardes. Ben Azai, he died. Ben Zoma, he was Nitrifadaito. Ache went off the derech, and Rabbi Kiva was the only one who was unharmed. And the Gemara just mentions some things from Benzoma. Benzoma says that you can't neuter an animal, any animal, not just ones that are supposed to be for Kabanos, which is what the Pusik happens to be talking about there. Any animal you can't neuter, can't be Misaris. He was also asked about a Basula Sheibra, a lady who was a Basula and somehow was pregnant. Is she permitted to a Kohen Gadol who is only Mutter and a Basula? Meaning, uh, should we be Choshesh that the guy did Hataya? And he responded that that is uh, not Shriach, not common, and therefore we would assume that she is. Ibra Bambati. We wouldn't be chosher for that. We'd say she's Ibra Bambati, and therefore she is still a basula. Okay. Um, Pashtas. Benzoma also said that the space between the upper waters and the lower waters is three fingers. So Rabbi Yeshua said uh, Benzoma still, uh, was still nitrofodite, still not doing well. And the Gemara brings a bunch of possibilities of what is the distance between the upper waters and the lower waters. One is uh, either a thread or the space between two boards on a bridge or the space between two uh, cloaks on top of each other or the space between two upside-down cups, one on top of the other. Okay. And Rabbi Kiva, who was not harmed, so he knew where the Shechina was to not look there, and you could figure that out because Hashem, because all the Malachim surround him. Plus, also, he knew Hashem would be in a cold Mamadaka. Okay. Now, the story of Acher. So, Okay, so Acher saw the Malach Matatran sitting uh, while writing the schusim of the Jewish people, and Acher had a Messorah that they, there is no sitting in Shemayim, so he said, oh, maybe those two Rishuyos. Then they whipped that ma- the Malach 60 uh, lashes uh, because he didn't get up when Acher saw him, but um, Matatran was allowed to erase uh, Acher's schusim, so Acher decided to go off the derech. Where it teaches us things from Acher that he said that uh, Hashem built everything in its opposite, Tzadikim Rashaim, Ganeidin Gehenim, and if a Tzadik is Roy, he gets the Russia's portion, portion and the Russia's uh, portion, Russia gets the Tzadik's portion in Gehenim. Okay, and we also learned, Rabbi Meir said that uh, from the Pasuk that compares Torah to gold and glass, that Torah is hard to acquire like gold, but easy to lose like glass, that Rabbi Meir said, but that's what Rabbi Meir said. Acher said, no, that's not true. Uh, I mean, his Russia was. That, uh, that it's like glass, just like glass can be melted down and fixed. So too, the Talmud Chacham, who goes off the derech, can come back. The Rebbeir said, okay, you come back. And Acher said, oh, it's too late for me. I heard me achari apargo, shuvibonim shovimim chutz miachir. Similar story when they were walking on Shabbos, and, and uh, Acher told Rebbeir that he figured out by counting his horse's steps that they were about to go out of Tchum Shabbos. 
And Rameir, so he said, Chazor B'cha. Rameir said, No, you Chazor B'cha. And Achim said, I already told you I can't, because uh, I heard that's too late. And Rameir dragged him to 13 yeshivas, and each child told him a Pusik that said there was no hope for him. And the last one misquoted a Pusik. It sounded like he was misquoting a Pusik with Acher and saying Acher's name in it, and uh, that it would be bad for Acher. And Acher said uh, either he did kill him, or he would have killed him if he had a knife on him. Anyway, when Acher died, so he wasn't going to Gehenim because of all his learning, but he wasn't allowed into Ganeidim because of his Averis. And Meir said when he died, he would make sure he'd get punished so that he would be able to go to Ganeidim. And when Meir died, they said there was smoke coming out of Acher's tomb. And Rav Yochanan heard that, he says, this is not a thing I need to get him out of Gehenim. So when Rav Yochanan died, he got him out of Gehenim into Ganeidim, and the smoke stopped. And then we have the story of Acher's daughter coming to Rebbe and say, for money, and she said, don't look at his uh, bad stuff, uh, look at his good stuff. Um, and then a fire came down and licked Rebbe's bench, and Rebbe said, oh, if this is how to seriously they take the honor of Acher, who did so many bad things, how much more so for Tzadikim. The Gemara asked, how did Rebbe Meir learn Torah from Acher? Didn't Rebbe Yochanan teach that uh, your Rebbe has to be Doba Malachakim Tzvakos? To which the Gemara says, well, that's only by a katan, but by a gadol, a gadol can do it. Like they said in Marava, the mayor ate the fruit and discarded the peel. In other words, he didn't learn the bad stuff. He was able to sift through the bad and only take the good, so that's why it was allowed for him. And like we also say that Tamid HaChamer are like almonds, that even if the shell gets dirty, the inside is good. Also, we have a, Hashem himself wasn't saying over Torah in the name of Ramir because he learned Torah from Acher. Told Rabbah Barshila Paskin in this world that it's okay because he ate the fruit and discarded the peel. Then Hashem started saying over Torah from Rav Meir. Then we have just this other thing about Rav Yehuda was upset about a similar idea about Doeg Vachitofel, also big Tamid Chachamim who didn't get into Olam Haba. And he said, So what's going to be with us if they didn't get in? And Shmuel said, No, they were different. Tina Haisa Belibam. There was, there was stuff in their hearts. And Al-Gamar also mentions us that Acher sang Greek songs and had uh, Kfira books. All right, that's the end of that. Now we get up to the Rosu Yiloj Lobal Olam. It says, one who looks at four things, it is better that he had not been created, which is what is above, what's below, which means, according to Rashi, um, what is above and below, what, what's above the Rikia of the Chayos, and what is below them. Um, behind and in front is, according to Rashi, um, beyond the east and beyond, beyond the east and west. That's my, that's my left name, Malachor. And then, um, it also says, when it was not careful, the honor of Hashem is better that they had not been born. So Gemara says, um, why can't you look at Malif Nim? Like, why can't you look at, their, meaning there, what was before the world was created? So the Gemara says, because it's like someone who built a, a big, nice building on a trash heap, it's not nice to talk about the trash heap, so you're not allowed to ask what happened before. Now, obviously, that doesn't seem to fit with Rashi, what we just said a second ago, that Malif Nim Malachor means the east and the west, um, and that's, if you remember the Rashi in the Mishnah, actually, the Tosos points it out, that that's schwer. Okay, I guess uh, the other possibility, like we is Malif Nim means what it was in the past, as opposed to Malachor and what's in the future. Okay. Um, then we also say, what also is called not being careful in the honor of Hashem, that's someone who stares at a rainbow, because it's similar to the Demusk Kvot Hashem, or to someone who sins in secret. I it says if you're gonna if you can't stop yourself from if if you're gonna sin, go to a place where nobody recognizes you and sin there. The Gemara explains that's if you can't control yourself. If you can't control yourself and you just sin because you're in private, that's not caring about the Kvod Hashem. And we say there are three things that hurt your eyesight: that is staring at a rainbow, a nasi, and kohanim and the and the base of mikdash and say the shema before. 
Um, I'm running a little short on time, so I'm going to skip some. But there were a few other miscellaneous things that came up in the Agadatas. Um, just to say a few. One of them is that um, the Pasuk says that Hashem came from the north to conquer the nations for Nebuchadnezzar, so no one should say that Hashem's people were conquered by a lowly people. also says that a person shouldn't think that they can sin and Hashem will forgive. Because if a person sins, the walls testify against him, whereas Neshama testifies against him. It says the angels uh, at the time he dies testify against him, his limbs testify against him. Also says someone who learns Torah at night has a chut shel chesed, mashach harosho. Um, another version is someone who learns Olam Abba will get a chut shel chesed, and Olam Azeh will get a chut shel chesed in Olam Abba. Okay. Uh, one other, I guess, important thing um, is the, at the very beginning we of uh, the parakeet it said, uh, it says Ish Ish by uh, Birkas Hashem, by Arayas, and by Avodah Those were all to teach us that Nachrim are included, Archaev, in Arayas, Avodah and Birkas Hashem. All right, let's let's go on to the next Mishnah. The Mishnah says that a bunch, gives the list of the Tanaim, and then we have a Machokis, which were uh, Bastins and which were Nasiim. So we have the story of Yehuda ben Tabai and Shem ben Chatach. Yehuda ben Tabai said that he was going to um, uh, show the Tzedukim, so he killed had an aid Zomim killed, even though, not even though this is what we hold, uh, the aid Zomim had not, the guy who the aid Zomim had tried to testify against had not been killed yet, and yet, like we Paskin, that's when an aid Zomim gets killed, and he did that, and Shemim Meshetach said, he killed someone innocent, because yeah, yeah, you need both to be Huzam, not just one. So then Rabbi Huda ben Tabai says, okay, I'm never Paskining anything unless you're around. So the Gemara says, that should be a proof that Rabbi Huda ben Tabai must have been an Av Bastin, uh, because otherwise... I'm sorry that Rabbi Huda ben Taiba was not an Avbis, he must have been the Nasi, because otherwise how could he have Paskin in front of the Nasi? To which the Gemara says, nah, it's no Raya, because he just meant he wouldn't even be Mitztair for that Shemin ben Shetach. The Mishnah also mentions that Menachem left, the Gemara says, where'd he go? Some say he went off the Derech, and some say he went to work for the government with 80 students. Okay, Smicha. Now, the Indian of Smicha, this is where we have really uh, an Indian here in this parak. Smicha. So we have... Uh, there's a couple of issues. Uh, who does smicha, when you do smicha, and how you do smicha. Okay, so the Mishnah says in Machlokas Tanaim, in general, whether you do smicha on Yantiv. And uh, Rav Yochanan tells us, be careful, even a, even a shvus, a shvus mitzvah, they should be careful because Tanaim argued over this shvus. Um, and with Gemara says that's Pasha, and he says he's telling you that the Machlokas, whether you do smicha on Yantiv, is not whether you are, uh, if you have to do smicha, um, on a carbon, I'm sorry. It's not. It was not a. The machlokus is not whether you need to do smicha on a carbon chova, which may have been a suffer, But no, that's not. No, you must do smicha on a carbon chova, and all carbonos. But rather, this question was if you were allowed to do it on yantiv. Okay, so uh, the mission says that Beishamai says that you do not do smicha on yantiv. Beishelah says you do do smicha on yantiv. Um, the Gemara brings a brisa that says that only men do smicha, not women. Uh, and women can't. And there's a second opinion there that says, no, women could if they want. And we'll get back to that in a second. How do you do smicha? You do smicha with all your might. Otherwise, it would be allowed on yantav. And we're saying it's an issue to, to do it on yantav, according to Beishamai. So, smicha must be done with all your might, because that's called being mishtamish b'balchayim. And you couldn't do, or b'kachim, whatever, and you couldn't do that. Um, you couldn't do that, because you have to use all your might. So the Gemara brings a brace that says that women wanted to do smicha, and the chachamim let them do smicha to make them happy. So the Gemara says that this, how could smicha be really with all your might? Because if you, if you really must do smicha with all your might, then they can't let women do it just for fun. Because that's doing avodah bekachim. It must be that smicha is not done with all your might. 
Gemara says, no, the women didn't really do it. Yes, you have to do smicha with all your might. The women didn't really do smicha. They just put their heads, their hands, like near the carbon and pretended. Okay, um, Rav Papa also wanted to prove from here that studin are usher. Because if not, if you do smicha on the head, so then that's not... The, there's a discussion whether it's studin and this head is studin. If there's an issue of ishtamshas by studin, so it must be that studin is... Uh, is Aser. And the Gemara says, no, you can't prove anything about whether it's Stadin or Aser or not, because the head is not considered Stadin, because anything equal to the back of the animal is not considered Stadin. So that Machlokas can stay, or that discussion can stay, whether it's Stadin is, is Aser on Yontav. Okay, then we have Yom Tvoach. So Beishamai says that if Shavuos if falls out on a Friday, then Yom Tvoach of the Karbanos is Sunday, uh, because he holds you don't bring the Karban on uh, the carbon of um, of Shavuos, the oldest, you know, the oldest Re'ia, and Shalmei Chagiga, you don't bring that on Shavuos itself, the holiday Shavuos, day one, so therefore Yom Tvoch is going to be on Sunday. Basil says, no, it's on Yom Tov itself. But they they agree if Shavuos falls out on Sunday, that Yom Tov, I'm sorry, if Shavuos falls out on Shabbos, that everyone agrees on Shabbos, you don't bring the carbon because you, you still have Tashlumen for it, and therefore the Yom Tavach is going to be on Sunday. And if that happens, though, the Kohen Gadol does not wear his clothes, and you're allowed to fast, and you're allowed to give eulogies to show that it's not such a holiday because the Tzedukim used to say that it's always, Shavuos always has to be on a Sunday. And the story where Rabbi Tarfin stopped a man from doing a hesped, that was, uh, must have been where Yom Tavach um, fell out on the day other than, that, that is where Shavuos fell out on the day other than Shabbos. Um, because otherwise you are allowed to be masbid on um, on a real Yom Tvach, like Basil. In other words, when the Shavuos falls out on a Shabbos, you are allowed to be masbid on the Sunday. Okay, next. Now we have the idea of Tashlumen. So, the Karbanos of Shavuos have Tashlumen all seven days. So we learn this from the three holidays being hookish together, Pesach, Shavuos, and Shukas. Just like Pesach has Tashlumen seven days, same for Shavuos. The fact that it's hookish to sukkahs, we don't learn eight days. Rather, we just learn that it, you you require lina even by uh, sukkahs, and because the pasuk is by Pesach, and so the hekish that you need lina to sukkahs is uh, from this hekish. Okay, um, the Gemara brings um, a brisa that says mene yomim v'kadesh chodesh, mene yomim v'kadesh shvuas that you count days and to make for the carbon to make rosh chodesh for the car, for the carbon musaf. And you count days for Shavuos for its karbanos. So we think that means it must be only it must be akasha. It sounds like just like this one day Rosh Chodesh to bring your carbon. So to Shavuos must also be one day. And we say no, 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 no. It's it's you you count days and weeks for Shavuos. So for Shavuos it's an extra. You get a week to bring it. And um, also uh, it's called Shavuos. So those are two things that tell us that um, we can't learn from that, and you have a week. For, for Tashlumen. Another lima that you have Tashlumen for Shavuos is that it says, Ukrasem, um, you know, you make the day holy for Shavuos. And then the next passage says, Ubekutsuchem. And you can't do, so it sounds like those are at the same time, and you can't do Ketira on Shavuos itself, because that's Malacha. So it must be that you bring the Karban on Chalamoid. So you see that it must have Tashlumen. The Gemara says it's Richa, so you need both, because I wouldn't know how many days you have Tashlumen just from that Kutzrachim, so that's why I need the Hekish. And if I just had the Hekish of the Psukim, I would think that maybe it's Asr and Malacha too. So that's how we need this second Limud. And then Rish Lakish wanted to learn it from the fact that it says Chag Katsir, um, and you can't be Kotzer on Shavuos, you want to learn it from there. To which Rabbi Yochanan said, so what are you going to do with Chag Asif? You can't do, uh, 
you can't um, you, you can't be osif on on sukkus or on chalamoid, um, and therefore, when are you going to bring the carbon exactly? So that must mean rather the time of asif. So to katir means the time of katir. Okay, but you see from the pact they said you can't be osif on on chalamoid. Uh, that everyone agrees chalamoid is an iser. So where do we learn that chalamoid you can't do malacha on? So that's from either Chagamat says Tishmar Shivas Yomim, or from a Kalvachomer, uh, from Rishon and Shvi, if you can't do Malacha on the first and last days, which aren't surrounded by Kedusha, certainly the ones in between, which are surrounded by Kedusha. And the Gemara says, even though um, Shabbos is uh, the, the week, I'm sorry, the, the days of the week are not also Malacha, even though they're surrounded by Shabbos. So you'll say those don't have Musaf. Rabbi Chodesh does have Musaf and still not also Malacha. But they aren't called Mikrei Kodesh. Okay, so you put that all together. It's Mikrei Kodesh. Called. Cholomite is called Mikrei Kodesh. And you bring a carbon Musaf. And it's surrounded by um, Kedusha. So that's how you know that it uh, is Isra Malacha. There are other Pesach can bring. Brung. The most famous one is the last one. It says, Sheh Shishim Toch Al-Matzos V'yom Yatzeres. That it says, The first days are Atzor for Malacha. Not the last days. I'm sorry, the seventh day is Atzor for Malacha, but not the other days. Um, or you could say, Mash, just like Shvi is Atzor for Malacha, so to all the days. Anyway, the Gemara says that it, uh, some Malachas are Atzor, and we see from this Pasuk, some Malachas are Atzor, some Malachas are Mutter, and it was left up to the Chamim, the Chachamim, to decide which is Mutter and which is Atzor. Okay, next. Mishnah about Natil Sidaim. You must wash Natil Sidaim, the Mishnah says, for Truma, Chulin, and Meiser. For Kodesh, you have to be Tovel your hands, and for Ephrachatis, you have to be Tovel your whole body. Okay, so the Gemara says that there is a bais that says that you don't need to wash v'chulin and ma'aser sheni, and yet uh, we just said in the Mishnah you do need to wash v'chulin and ma'aser sheni. So how are you can understand that. So the Gemara says for as well, we have another bais that says that there's machlokas Rav Meir and the Chachamim about Natil Sedaim, where uh, even though Rav Meir didn't require Natil Sedaim v'chulin and ma'aser, but the Rabbana did for ma'aser. So at least that would help us with the ma'aser question. Um, in other words, uh, we would say our Mishnah that says you do need to wash for ma'aser is going like the Chachamim. And the Bryce that says you don't, we're going like Rav Meir, but the Chulin question is still schwer, because we don't have anybody saying in that Bryce that you, we don't have Machlokas about Chulin in that Bryce. So we try to answer that our Mishnah that says you must wash for Chulin is talking about eating, and the Bryce that says you have to wash, that you don't have to wash, is talking, for, for Chulin is talking about touching. The problem with that is that we know that even the Rabbanan Agreed that even that for touching Meisr Shani and even eating Chulin, um, um, you don't need washing, at least in that Brisa. So we answer, okay, that, that whole thing, you don't need washing for Chulin or touching Meisr Shani, that's talking about for fruit. And there, because uh, anyone who washes for fruit is a Valgaiba. But for real Truma, that, um, you need to wash even before touching it. And for, uh, for eating bread, you need to wash even on chulin. And that's what our Mishnah is saying, you have to wash on bread. The Bryce is saying, don't wash, that's talking about fruit. And even in that case, when you're talking about fruit, if it's truma fruit, of course you do need to wash, because if you touch it, you're matame. And again, my Sushani about fruit would be a machokis or me and the Rabbanon, that touching it, it seems everyone would agree you don't need to wash, but for eating it, then you'd need to wash. Okay, now we have Kavana Latvila. So if you were if you washed your hands or mat bill your hands unintentionally for chulin, it works. Not for Meister Shani. For Meister Shani, you need Kavana Litbal. Gemara wants to prove that for Chulin it works because of the mission of Gal Shanitlash, that if there's a wave that uh, breaks away, um, so it says that both, and it falls on a person and Kalim, they're both 
um, considered tahor. We assume that case has no kavana, but uh, we're dalcha no. Maybe he's waiting for the wave to come. And uh, so, what's the chiddush? The chiddush is that we don't make a exera that a person will confuse a wave with a chardelish shalmei geshamim or keepin. And the issue with keepin is that it's in the air; it's not on the earth. And the chardelish geshamim is either an issue of zochlin or um, katefris. Um, but you can't be tovel in a chardelish shalmei geshamim. Okay, so we say okay. So you learn that you don't need kavana from a different mission. The mission that says that if you stick your hands in water to get fruit, then your hands are tahar. Um, but the fruit is not bechiyutan unless you wanted to get your hands wet on purpose. In which case, you're happy about the fruit. The fruit whole, that whole thing with the fruit, whether you had das to get your hands wet or, or not, um, is about uh, whether it's the fruit will be bechiyutan or not. They're only become mukshalakabatuma if you wanted to get your hands wet, because then you're nechalei with the whole fruit uh, getting wet. None of that's the point. The point is, is that you didn't have kavana to be washing your hands uh, from the Tilsi and still it works. Okay, then we have Hatzakos Latahara. So he said, if you're tovel for a low level, you're only tahar for that lower level and not for the higher level. And your clothes will be considered a medris for anyone on a higher level than you. Okay, then we have Ravaleja saying that if you're a tovel and you came out of the mikvah, you can decide then what tahara level you want to be on if you were just tovel for Meiser, for Shumak. And these are all Mylister abundance. And the Ravaleja said, even after you walk, completely walked out of the mikvah, you can still make up your mind then about what level of tara you want to be at. So we ask a kasha from a bryce that sounds like that you can only change levels if you have one foot in the water. So we're a docha that if you that that's tr- if you want to change your mind, it's like you had mind in mind mice and you want to leave it change it to truma, you have to have one foot in the water. But if you never picked anything, then even once you fully come out of the mikvah you can decide what you want to be. If you had no das for any level, then after you come out of the mikveh, you can decide. So Rabbi Pidah says that this opinion of keeping one foot in the mikveh goes like Rabbi Yehuda, who says that a case where you have a mikveh with exactly 40 saw, one guy goes in first, so he's good, but now a little bit of water is not in there anymore. So when the second guy goes in, it shouldn't work. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, if the first guy still has his foot in the water, it's okay, because a good aches. We view the water as if it's uh, down. But of course, it does not work, even if the foot is in the mikveh. So that opinion that having one foot in the mikveh is relevant is like, uh, he said, Rabbi Pitas says, that's like Rabbi Lazar. Now the Gemara say, says that some say this machlok is Rabbi Rabbanon about having your foot in the mikveh by the two guys being tovel. It's only by Milas the Rabbanon. But by real Tumah, everyone would agree um, having one foot in the water does not help you, in which case that will not work. I'm sorry, that will work with Rabbi, with Rabbi Pitas because they are, they are arguing about Milas the Rabbanon. And the second possibility is that the machlok is Rabbi Huda Rabbanon is only by Tumadaraisa, but by Milas the Rabbanon, everyone agrees it works. So it's not like Rabbi Pidas, who said that this is only opinion of, uh, of Rabbi Huda. That Rabbi Lazar, who's talking about Milas the Rabbanon, is only opinion of Rabbi Huda, so he must hold that it's, it's, it's yes, Machlokas, by Milas the Rabbanon. Okay. Then the Gemara just has a discussion. Could you beat, we know Rabbi Huda holds of good Aches. Does he hold of good Asik? That if the per, can the person be Tovel? In his, with a needle in his hair, if he had like a pool of water in his hair, and the needle's in there, and he's connected to the mikvah with his foot in it, can you view the water as going up? And the Gemara basically says no, because we have a brace about three pools of water. Top two have 20, the, the top has 20 saw, the bottom has 20 saw, the middle has 40, and Rebihuda says you could be tovel in the bottom one, uh, but not, and they're connected uh, with water, so the, the um, but on a slant, um, so Rebihuda says you can only use the bottom one because of, uh, you can only use the bottom two, but not the top one, because we don't say good asik. Okay. Just to skip along here to Chulun Shnasu Al Taras HaKodesh. 
So we have a machlokas about chulin shnas al taras hakodesh. Is it like kodesh or not? So if Mari wanted to prove from our Mishnah that chulin shnas al taras hakodesh um, is like kodesh, since the Mishnah does not, uh, in our list of my list, does not uh, give that as a uh, another level. The Gemara's Docha says, how do you know? Maybe chulin shnas al taras hakodesh are uh, are like truma or chulin. And in fact, that's a machlokas tanaim. Some say chulin shnas al taras hakodesh are truma. And some say it is chulin. If you hold it's truma, it's because we reckon with what you said. You want to treat it like kodesh, okay, but not quite like kodesh. We'll make it like truma. If you hold it's mamish like chulin, it means uh, like Rash says, that we, we don't, we're not gerusit at all, which is said. Okay, so then we want to prove it from the sefer. Then the sefer says that Yochanan ben Goda ate chulin shnas while taras kodesh, and his clothes were still a medrash lochle chatas, which sounds like it was not a medrash lochle kodesh, which should mean our mishnah holds that chulin shnas while taras kodesh are indeed kodesh. Okay, the last thing in is hesachadas. The gemara says if your hat falls off and someone picks it up for you, it's considered hesachadat and hesachadas, and hat is tummy. Um, the Gemara will later say that's because but we don't know that yet and then we say if someone confused their weekday clothes with their Shabbos clothes is also considered a Hesachadas if they, picked, if they were trying to get their Shabbos clothes and they got their weekday clothes so since you watch your Shabbos clothes better it's considered a Hesachadas and it's tummy. again um, we don't know any of this yet and we also have the story of two women Chaveros who mixed up their clothes and it was considered tummy because each one thinks the other one is not a Chaver and therefore they have a Hesachadas from it from keeping a tar, and that's why they're a tummy. But again, the Gemara thinks at the beginning that the reason why all these cases are tummy is because you need shmirah on a specific, on the specific thing you're dealing with. So if you get stuff mixed up, um, so then um, it doesn't count. So the Gemara says that can't be. Then you have to have shmirah about each specific item because we have a price that says. That if you have, if you think you're watching a jug of wine and it ends up being a jug of oil, so it's tar milatami, but asura milachal. We thought that from the fact that it's tar milatami, you see that you don't need to have kavana about which item you're watching, except the safe it says it's asura lechol. So we said it just means that there it was you you were shomer it, but you were shomer it midaver hametama, below midaver haposla. You half watched it. You watched it from making it uh, uh, metame and not something that would pasla metame is to make. It tummy to make something else tummy, and postal is it that it itself will just become tummy. See, so half watch it. The Gemara says such a thing as half washing. Half watching. Uh, we have a price that says if you have a sack with a shovel and don't have intention to watch the shovel, then the sack is tahar, but the shovel is not. Now the shovel is not metame the sack because a kli is not metame kli, unless uh, one of the kalim is an abatoma. But otherwise, not a kli is not metame kli. Um, so why isn't the shovel metame the dates in the kli? That's because the person who watched it, midaver matama, v'la midaver haposla. So anyway, you see from there that there is such a thing as half watching it like that, watching it, midaver matama, v'la midaver haposla. Okay, anyway, but we're still left with our question here of, uh, you, you don't need um, shmira on a specific item. In other words, we, we've seen that even though you have um, these half shmiras, uh, but the half shmiras work, even though you got the stuff mixed up. So, uh, from all those, from this whole thing about the the stories where you're mishamer it from one thing and not the other, but the fact is, one was a jug of wine and one was a jug of oil, and you got them mixed up. Um, so that's why you can't eat it. But the bottom line is, is that it worked. Watching it from one thing, um, uh, I'm sorry, watching one thing and it turned out it was something else. The Gemara also brings some stories about women who. Uh, uh, said they hadn't watched it, but uh, they hadn't watched something, but they were sure it was tar, and it turned out that they hadn't watched it so well. But it was clear it was the issue it was just shmira, not 
which item. So anyway, the Gemara says that the real reason was, like we said before, that the issue with the um, with the Chaveros is that each one thought the other one was not a Chaver, and therefore they had Hesachadas by Shabbos, because you have more Shmira by your Shabbos clothes, so that's why you have Hesachadas. And by the dropping the hat, the reason why when your friend picks it up, it is Tame is because Ein Adam Shomer Mashabiyachaver, you can't watch what is in your friend's hand. Okay, to that last thing the Gemara says, that we have a Brisa that says that if you give your workers something to her, and then they go far away where you can't watch them, but you can come at any time, so then it's tahar. But if they think you can't come, then it's tummy. So what do you mean? If you said you can't watch something in somebody else's hands, so um, you're far away, we said, just because you could come, that's nice, but you're not obviously watching it yourself. So you see that you can watch something in somebody else's hands. The answers must be talking about you're a matahar, your workers for this, so it doesn't matter if they touch it. Um... However, if they know you can't come, they won't stop other people from touching it, and that's why that's an issue. Okay, end of Peric, end of Sheer.